Hello, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with CosplayDude637. That's me. I'm your host. In today's adventure, we return once again to the world of Power Rangers Cyberforce. When we last left off, a new ranger had appeared before our heroes. Is he friend or foe? Let's find out. Chapter 9. A Gold Past in a Hunted Future. The rangers stand there looking at the new ranger. Slowly, the monster, flash mobster, starts to move again. Do your job, rangers, if that's what you really are. Gold Ranger demands and teleports away. What just happened? Black Ranger asks as Flash Mobster fully gets to his feet. No time to worry about that, little brother. We need to deal with this chump, Red Ranger says. Draw your blasters, he orders. All the rangers draw their blasters and take aim. Oh look, another photo opportunity, Flash Mobster says and reaches for his clicker. Not this time, buddy, Green Ranger says and shoots the clicker, blasting it off. All together, guys, Blue Ranger says. The others all nod, and all six rangers blast the monster, blowing it to pieces. The Green Ranger quickly takes aim and blasts the dark disc. We need to start calling you Quick Draw, Roo, Yellow Ranger giggles. I'm Jimmy, and you're listening to Storytime from Cosplay Do 637. Check out other stuff from the ZU to Hero Network. In an alley not too far away, the Gold Ranger stands there watching, his arms folded over his chest. Do you have to be so rude to them? A female voice says as another ranger walks up behind him. She was dressed in a mix of white and purple on her ranger suit. A golden X was over her chest with the cyber logo right in the center. What would you have me do, Princess Violet? He asks. Fred, I asked you to stop calling me that, she replies. You could have been nicer is all I'm trying to say. The Gold Ranger spins on his heels and looks at her. That was me being nice. Justin was once the Blue Turbo Ranger, and the Neatman kids were trained by the best rangers there has ever been. And heck, Izzy is even related to one of them. They should be better than this. She pulls off her helmet, revealing a young lady with short blonde hair parted to the left with soft green eyes. Fred... I know your past, what happened to you as a child, but for most of them over there, she points to the Cyber Rangers, this is their first time battling like this. We have to have faith in them. After all, my kingdom depends on them. Haley sits at her desk in the back room of the museum. She has blueprints of what looks to be a human-shaped robot out in front of her. Just then, the alarms start to go off. She quickly turns to her computer and pulls up the museum cameras. She sees a young lady dressed all in black. Her eyes were blood red and she had short blonde hair. Covering her mouth and nose was a black mask. I wonder what this is about. She stands up and pushes a yellow button on her desk and then heads out to the front of the museum. As Haley gets to the front desk, the girl's eyes turn blue and she pulls down her mask revealing a normal girl's face. Welcome to the Cyber Museum. Can I help you? Haley asks. Yes, hi there. I am Nephis. Would you happen to be Haley Zektor? Nephis asks with a sideways smile. Tell me, do you like magic? Do you like wizards? 
Do you like death-defying fights that will have you on the edge of your seat? Then I have just the thing for you. I'm Natsu Dragnil, the Fire Dragon Slayer of Fairy Tale, and we have a new audio drama out now. Fairy Tale, the audio drama. You should come check it out. It's on Spotify, Apple. Go on. I dare you. Go check it out. Cause I'm all fired up. The Rangers look around in power down. So, there's another Ranger, huh? As he asks. Everyone turns and looks at Justin. He quickly throws his hands up. It's news to me. When I joined up with Haley, she had already made the Cybermorphers. He responds. Just then, an alarm starts flashing on their morphers. One they had never heard before. What's that? Angelique asks. Justin looks at his morpher and a look of dread falls over his face. Hun, you're scaring me. The museum is under attack. That is Haley's silent alarm, Justin answers. Not very silent, Lucy says, plugging her ears. We need to go. Justin shouts, taking off, running for his truck. The others nod and head for their cars also. Once the rangers make it back to the museum, they find it a complete mess. They head for the lab in the secret room of the museum. It was also totally destroyed. My god, Angelique covers her mouth. What happened here, Izzy asks. Justin darts over to a computer and starts typing on it. Please, please, please work. His voice is scared and frantic. What are you doing, dude? Xander asks. Mikhail kicks a knocked-over table, making a loud sound ring through the room and making everyone jump. Someone will pay for this. Yes, they will, bro, but that's not helping, Ruthie states. The sound of the computer loading up rings out. Think the morphing masters that worked, Justin shouted. Everyone runs over to his side, looking at the screen. Jason pulls up the security feed for the museum. Now, let's see what happened. Haley slowly starts to back away as Nephis's eyes turn back to red. Yes, I am Haley. How can I help you? Haley answers with a worried look on her face. Nephis pulls her face mask back up. You have some information I want, she says, holding up her left wrist. On it sits a small, silver, angular device with a blue V on it. Hold on. Is that... Haley shouts and is cut off by a flash of blue light, and now where Nephis once stood was a blue Power Ranger. This Ranger form was gold and blue and looked very regal, with a cape draped over her left arm. How? Haley shouts. Oh, there is so much you don't know, and your future is a dark one. But lucky for you, if you give me what I want, you will never see it. Nephis says, walking up to Haley, who full-on takes off running. Not so fast there, missy. Nephis draws a blaster and fires it at the wall behind Haley, who is running to it. She stops cold. Haley looks at her watch and then presses a command into it. Do what you want to me, but my rangers will stop you. You just sent them an alarm. How predictable. I told you, I know you. I have seen your future, Nephis hisses through gritted teeth. Just then, there is a loud crash of thunder, and a portal opens up between Haley and Nephis. Out of it flies the Gold Ranger, kicking Nephis in the chest. She stumbles back and again starts to fire her blaster. The Gold Ranger holds his hands up to the sky, and two golden short swords appear in his hands. As she fires at him, he brings them down, forming an X, blocking the blast. He then jumps into the air and spins into a circle, hitting Nephis over and over again. 
Out of the portal steps a purple cyber ranger. She holds out her hand to Haley. You need to come with me, she says. Haley looks from the two new rangers to the one evil ranger and nods, grabbing the purple ranger's hand. The screen pauses there. The other rangers all just look at Justin with shock. Did you know there were two other cyber rangers? Mikhail asks. Not a clue. But the bigger question here is, who is she? Justin says and points to the screen, his finger landing on Nephis. In the place that time and space, William Cranston sat there fiddling with a chess piece, his mind lost in his thoughts, the portal monitors floating close by. William sat there staring into nothing. Then suddenly, his loyal servant, the knight, started calling for him. Master William, one of the monitors, is flickering, the knight said. William bolted out of his throne and stood in front of his portal monitor. He then enlarged the flickering one. It grew three times its size, and William and the knight stood there watching. Who is that? Then I asked. Her name is Nethys. She is a vital point in my plan. Well, one stage of it anyway, William replied. Sir, this is Universe 19, the knight acknowledged. Yes, you went there not long ago with the two new Cyberforce Morphers, William told him. I was meaning to ask you. Why, sir? Why intervene in the universe that isn't under your watch? The knight asked. Good question. There are events that need to happen. For other events to happen. Think of the throw a pebble to make a ripple analogy. Giving these two their new morphers is the pebble. My end goal is one of the ripples. William explained. I understand, but how did you get access to the cyberforce powers? The knight asked. William chuckled. I am linked to the morphing grid. As soon as a new power is created and activated, I have access to it, William told him. William then walked away from his monitors and walked over to the chessboard. The second chessboard only had one piece on with a white piece with a Cornish flag. William pulled out the black piece and placed it in front of the white piece. You two showing up in the same universe at the same time is no coincidence, William muttered. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that story. I'd just like you all to remember that all my fanfictions are exactly that, fanfictions, and have no connection to the mainstream continuity that they're from. No copyright infringement was intended. I'd like to now take the time to thank my supporters, the Zeo Chihiro Network, Jim and Billy, the Bulk and Skull of Podcasting over on the Zeo Chihiro Podcast, Ben, the Baker Ranger on Baker Ranger Movie Talks, Mark, the Red Cornish Ranger, on Nerds Through Comics, Iron Avenger 52 on TikTok and Instagram, and of course, Neon Lights on YouTube. Guys, give them a listen. They have supported me so much, I'd love to return the favor by you guys going and supporting them. I'd also take this time to thank some of the friends of the Zero to Hero Network. Ty Tiger on Tiger Tales. Till next time, later days. And let the power protect you.